Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. In just a moment, uh, we're expected to be joined by Dr. Mike Coons. Uh, Mike Coons of uh, Utah State University, a forester there. Uh, because a, a question occurred to me this morning as I, uh, well, specifically when I received a video uh, via text message from my wife. She was driving uh, past Liberty Park uh, earlier today, right in, in the middle of all these heavy winds. And what she showed me there was in the video uh, that there were, uh, you know, tens of trees which had been toppled over. And you've seen uh, this on social media, I'm sure, today and on KSL television. And if you make your way over to kslnewsradio.com, uh, we have uh, reporters who are safely uh, deployed out in the field today, gathering all the information uh, surrounding uh, this windstorm, which right now we are in the midst of. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to misuse the phrase, but maybe we're in the eye of the storm uh, because the prediction is that later on today uh, into the evening that these winds will pick right back up. Maybe not to the uh, 70, 80, 90, 100 plus mile per hour levels of earlier today, uh, but uh, we should see them uh, pick back up. And so what, what does that mean as we uh, like tactically prepare to do battle uh, with this windstorm? Uh, it, it means that uh, th- there's more in store. There's more in store. And so if you look out your window, if you look over to your neighbor's yard and uh, their car is smashed under uh, under that big tree which has stood there for decades and decades and you say to yourself, you know, I bet I could help them out, uh, wait, wait. Uh, give, them, give them a phone call. Uh, make sure they're okay uh, immediately. Uh, but cleaning up the yard, uh, being outside more than is uh, necessary, That's that's got to be something we put off uh, for uh, a few days until, uh, number one, the winds die down. Uh, number two, power is restored because, uh, you know, those live lines out there, uh, they can pose a threat, certainly. Uh, and what do we know? What do we know about the impact uh, right now? We earlier uh, heard from Spencer Hall with Rocky Mountain Power. Right now there are 170-some-odd thousand Utahns uh, who are without power. Uh, and that stems from uh, 2,500 outages. That means all of those electrical stations throughout the state that uh, there have been 2,500 instances uh, where uh, where the, either the wind itself or falling trees have taken out uh, the, the, the power to that area. So uh, another thing to be mindful of, because of the, the power being out, and you multiply the situation, or you multiply the challenge of the situation by the fact that, uh, yeah, there's there's snow falling. Uh, and what does snowfall mean? It means the temperatures are falling. And so tonight, uh, as we move into the overnight and those temperatures fall, uh, we are going to be challenged with uh, some chilly temperatures inside our homes. Okay? What does that mean? This might be uh, the, the most important thing to stay mindful of. We've been very well accustomed to the warm temperatures of summer. Uh, We are not yet acclimated to the cold. And yet, as we move into tonight, we need to be very, very cautious uh, not to do things to stay warm that might also uh, jeopardize uh, our health and our lives. Okay, Always be mindful of carbon monoxide. Uh, That's a danger. That's a killer. Uh, There are entire families uh, that are wiped out because of imprudence when it comes to uh, heaters of that sort. Okay, carbon monoxide is our absolute enemy. Before you do anything tonight to stay warm, ask yourself, is this is this going to cause me some trouble? Uh, Could this uh, possibly uh, lead to some sort of poisoning that could be uh, of damage to to myself or my family? 
And if the answer is yes, well, then maybe instead of uh, taking that route, uh, you bundle up. Maybe an extra sweater, extra sweatshirt. All right. Uh, so that's that. Uh, also, tracks. Uh, we have heard from a representative from the, the Utah uh, Transit uh, Authority, uh, Carl Arkey. He lets us know that, uh, you know, as as the power is out and how tracks is uh, very much dependent on uh, uh, on electricity to operate, uh, you know, until the power's back up and running, uh, tracks is going to be at a standstill. Very luckily, though, uh, he says that. At least this was uh, true about an hour ago. Uh, no, uh, no damage sustained uh, to uh, the trains or the track, <clears throat> and uh, and his crews are out working to uh, to get things uh, back up and running. RideUTA.com is the website. If you're reliant on public transportation and you need to know uh, either if uh, you know your leg of the front runner ride is available to you or if uh, if the bus schedule is running or if there's any type of detours, uh, and there are certainly detours, right? Uh, I'm sure you yourself, uh, you may be on the road right now, and the highest of likelihoods is uh, if you are, uh, you can look outside and see a downed tree at this very moment. I, I've seen a number of them myself, and as I mentioned earlier, it led me to the question, is it possible for those trees uh, to be saved. You know, once one of these uh, giant trees topples over and it pulls up uh, the, the grass and uh, maybe upends uh, a sidewalk slab, uh, is, there, is there any way uh, to, to, to reverse that? Some of these trees are beautiful, historic things. And uh, is there any coming back uh, once they've toppled over? To help us understand the answer to that question, I'm joined now by Utah State University forester, Dr. Mike Coons, who joins me. Uh, doctor, sir, thanks for making time for us. How are you? Good, except I've been outside since about 9 this morning because a tree toppled over in my yard, turned up the roots and everything. And to answer your question, no. Unless you planted the tree, you know, this summer uh, and you want to put it back upright and put a couple stakes on it, that would be fine. But any tree of any size won't survive that kind of disruption. And, and what's the, the, the nature of the disruption? The, the, the roots are, are just obliterated. Yeah. There's no reconnecting them. There's, there's no way for uh, that tree to ever get nutrients through those roots again? Yeah, it's a combination of the fact that a lot of roots would be broken when if it happens at the soil level like we're talking about. Combine that with the fact that if the tree is old, and big, and this happened to it, then something was wrong with the root system, most likely. And so uh, trying to stand it back Mm. up, you're going to try to fix a bigger problem than just that the tree blew down. It's that, uh, like, there's fungi called root rots that get on trees that cause them to fall over even in nature I see. so it's not just where we plant trees to, to put it in covid terms we can understand uh, the, the the trees that have toppled over due to the wind they may have also had pre-existing conditions uh there's a very good chance that they did yes uh, last piece of advice I'd like to get from you before we go to break. If uh, I am a homeowner, I've got a big tree, big beautiful tree has been out in my yard, in the backyard, providing shade for years and years. 
uh, and today I discover that it's toppled over. What do I do first? Well, make sure there are no uh, utility lines near, and don't go near them if they're off. Like, if there's an electric line on the ground and you step over it, it can arc to you and kill you. So don't try to guess whether you're seeing electric lines. If you're seeing any kind of utility lines, just call um, whichever utility, right. uh, like Rocky Mountain Power, uh, and, uh, and they'll take care of it. Once the question of live wires is answered and you have in your yard uh, this fallen, uh, not-to-be-rescued tree, how could one extract value from a tree of that size? Well, I called my insurance company, and I won't say the name of them because uh-huh. I'm kind of mad about it. But I actually teach a workshop for professional arborists every other year on how to put a dollar value on a tree. And this tree that I lost this morning is worth about 3300 bucks doing the appraisal using that technique. Yeah. And I was told that if I asked for anything, even the cost of... Uh, a new tree, which I could get a big one for maybe seven, eight hundred dollars, that they wouldn't even cover that. Mm. Uh, well, and they might, but if they did, then I would pay higher premiums for five years. So. All right, so that's a conversation that you know each individual have with their insurer. I guess I was more curious: is there a way that we could, uh, you know, have that wood processed, and maybe we build something in our backyard? Uh, that's an option certainly available uh, to folks. Doctor, I have to let you go. I'm grateful to you for the information you've brought to this conversation. I wish you the best of luck uh, with your own, uh, with your own yard and your own trees, uh, and stay safe, please, tonight as the winds return. Quick break. When we return, we'll be speaking with Jason Curry of the Division of Forestry fire and state lands we're going to be talking about the risks that come from target shooting at dry hot times of the year that's ahead on live mike i'm lee lonsberry and this is ksl news radio